Welcome to Timber Nook Tips. Welcome to Timber Nook Tips. Jeff Johnson here, Angela Hanscom over there together via Zoom. Angela, how you doing? I'm doing good. Good. It's good to check in at the beginning of episodes. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, about community when it comes to keeping children active and those kind of things. I think I think before pre-pandemic, if we can all remember what, what life was there, I think a lot of families felt isolated um, in a lot of respects because, you know, people go to work and then they go home and they go to sleep and they get up and go to work the next day. And and we were all attached to our devices. and And so I, I think there was some some feelings of isolation there. And then I think, uh, you know, with with lockdowns and social distancing and all of that over the last 18 months, that's kind of kind of magnified it. But, uh, you know, we're social creatures and children are 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 us. And so they are that way, too. So what what, are, what can we do to to build build community um, with with families and, and how do kids developmentally benefit from that? Yeah, I think I think this is more important than ever. Um, like you said, because kids are, um, I think people feel really alone. Um, <clears throat> and like you said, it's just getting it's gotten worse because now there's a little bit of fear. I think in some people's minds, like you know, are the, is that person going to be okay? I wonder if they have COVID type thing. But I think we really can't stop living. Like we have to, we can't because. I think we're in this for the long haul, you know, everyone's going to have a different opinion, but I, I don't think we should just um, say, okay, it's two more weeks of this and we'll be done. Like we need to just keep on living now. Um, and, um, and remember that it's going to take some uh, being uh, courageous a little bit, but we need to do this for our children because they're really, they really are suffering um, mental health and, and physically and everything, everything. Um, so one way to help children is um, mental health wise and to get them moving and playing is to have other children around. So I think really, if you don't have children in your neighborhood or around you to make an effort to find a friend, you know, to get children together, to get together with cousins, um, some family members and allow children time to play together. Um, I think, I think that needs to be our top priority actually right now for children. And, 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 and kids thrive on those connections. I, I saw the other day, there's a, a neighborhood kid out on his, on his bike and he's just riding back and forth uh, in the block in front of his house. You know, he gets to the corner and he stops and he's got to turn the bike around because the sidewalk isn't right, wide enough for that. And then he goes back the other way and uh, he's, he's pedaling along and he sees a, a minivan coming down the street and his face lights up. <laughs> because um, and, and what I see unfold is this minivan pulls into a, a driveway a, a couple of houses down from where I, I know him to live and uh, another kid a little bit older pops out of the minivan and their faces just light up on seeing each other and of course he hands his bike over to his buddy and his buddy pedals back and up and down and then for the next next 20 minutes um, they're 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 trading off taking turns riding the back bike up and down the street but there's there's all the chat that relationships and so um they'd spent a lot of time with each other over over the summer what i saw but now they're both going to different schools and and there's that that waiting that anticipation for being reunited reunited at the end of the day that that i found just delightful and and i, I mean i totally remember that from kids waiting for the waiting for the neighbor kid to get home so you can you can get back to play 
Yeah, that's amazing. Um, we we saw a lot of um, great things happen at Timbernook this summer as well. It just um, the kids like just run out of the cars and they just know that they're gonna have hours of playtime and building forts and meeting new friends. And um, we had a mom just report that her son, like he had um, like a motor tick, like anxiety, and that like went away when he does Timbernook, it's gone. Um, so it's like definitely affecting them neurologically um, to be able to just be a child and to play with other kids out, especially out in nature. I mean, I think that takes it to a, a whole different therapeutic aspect, but to just simply be with children and, you know, not have all these restrictions that and barriers getting away with interacting with other children also effect, affected some of the children. They, uh, some of the parents compared them playing outside, but with restrictions and masks and like having, having to stay away from each other and how that actually increased the ticks for this boy. And then sure. when he was in an environment where there was, you know, he had more freedom and those restrictions were gone. Um, they stopped. Um, so I think we, we have to really remember that it's not just about the virus, that the health of the child's mental well-being and physical well-being is really at stake. And so we, um, that was like a physical example of a child that um, we saw, we could see that they could see the difference. Yeah. And, and I mean, we're, we're living in a world where you mentioned anxiety a minute ago. And I mean, that for a lot of adults is something that they're, they're living with and, you know, kids are really receptive to the emotional vibe that their caregivers put out in the world. And so if you are an anxious, worried adult, you're going to have an anxious, worried child. And when we're trying to build community and encourage kids to play, um, when they show up in the play space and they're anxious and worried because their adult is anxious and worried, it really it really creates a, a roadblock, a barrier for the children, a, a barrier as, as, I mean, it's not as physically there as masks are, but it's, it's there nonetheless. And so helping break that down can be, be a hard thing for us adults. And it, it really means that we need to, to be better at managing our, our anxiety and worry. Yeah, I think, yes, and keeping your home environment really simple um, simplicity. Um, this is, was it John Payne? So this, uh, simplicity parenting. I just think, um, I just, keeping things really simple right now is really important. So like your routines, um, less is more, more time, uh, to be a child. Yeah. Not taking, not showing, um, the news all the time to the kids, you know, like just protecting them from <clears throat> all of that is, is really critical right now. Um, even if you're stressed to not, you know, like show it, uh, keep, yeah. All yeah. And, and as adults having building in time in your life to, to manage that, yes. uh, because you got two choices. If you're feeling anxious and worried, you can, you can turn on the, the Twitter or your, your internet news feed and, and feed it. Mm. and and start this negative downward spiral where that anxiety and worry grows 
or you can take active steps to to counteract it, which which may mean getting up and moving more. It may mean turning off those screens. It may mean going out and doing some gardening or some meditating or some some reading or some yoga or whatever it is that that fills you up or or refreshes you or brings a little bit something else that's come up in a, a number of episodes a, a little bit more joy into your day, and and that kind of counteracts it and. And, and that impacts what you bring to your interaction with the children in your life. And so if you want to help the kids be less worried and less anxious, you need to, you need to cultivate that in yourself as the, the adult, as the parent, as the caregiver. Yeah, absolutely. Not, 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 not nearly as easy to do as, as, as I make it sound in a, in a little blurb, it takes some effort. You gotta, you gotta reprogram yourself, but but over time, it, it leads you to a, to a better place, I think. I think we got to remember, too, that almost everybody on Earth right now are probably feeling the same, like similar confusion, um, anxiety, fear, and all that stuff. And so, like, that's human nature. But that, you know, um, but we don't have, you know, we like that you're not alone. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, like, and um, but yeah, I think that there's we can do something about it. And we can protect ourselves and it, that in turn affects our, our whole family. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm not by any means saying mm, man up and mm, get over it. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's a real feeling and, and it takes effort to move beyond it, but, but you, you do get to choose whether you let it control you or you take control of it. And, yeah. and that, that, that really depends on mindset and, and it can be a hard challenging thing, but it's a, it's the path to, to feeling better about the whole situation and creating a, a, a more help, healthful environment for you and your kids. Yes. I, I think agree. any final thoughts on this one before we wrap it up? No, this has been Timber Nook tips. We'll be back with another episode where we'll chat about something child and development related. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Timber Nook tips. Share your questions and comments at playvolutionhq.com slash podcast slash Timbernook. For more Angela, visit Timbernook.com. For more Jeff, visit explorationsearlylearning.com. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.